There's a commercial on TV this pre-Christmas season advertising some sort of uh, department store. And in the one scene, you see a shopper pushing a, a shopping cart down the aisle, and she reaches onto the shelf, and she picks up something, like a, a plush toy for a kid. And she picks it up and puts it in the cart, and as she picks it up, something else pops up in its place, a big toy truck. And she picks that up and puts it in the cart, and something else pops up. Then in the next scene, there's a man in a different aisle, also with a cart. And he's taking something off the shelf, maybe a small appliance, like a toaster or something. And as he takes it off, something else pops up in his place, and he takes that. And then there's even a third scene of the same thing. It's almost like whack-a-mole in reverse. <laughs> Things keep popping up. And because they kept keep picking them up and putting them in the cart, everything seems attractive. Now, I don't know if this is a very good commercial, really, because I've not been tempted to go to that department store. <laughs> but I think it's a very good, very good commentary on the world in which we live. It's a commentary that says there are things that get our attention. They're attractive. We want them. And even if we get them, something else replaces it that also wants our attention, and they're attractive as well. And it's not just true about stuff that we buy before Christmas. It's true at many levels. Uh, the way we use time. We use time, something good happens, and then we want more time. Uh, it's true for many people at work. They get that promotion that they want, and then they look at something else that they want, or maybe changing jobs seems like there's always something that pops up that we want. And after a while, we get exhausted. It's like it's too much. We can't take it all. The shopping cart is filled. Even good stuff, there's too much. So what great men and women of spirituality have done through the ages is they have stepped out. They've stepped out literally or figuratively stepped out by going into the desert. So we have John the Baptist in the desert. And by going into the desert, you literally are saying, I, I need to think things through. Now, I feel rather fortunate. I have an older brother who for a number of years lived in the Sonoran Desert in southern uh, Arizona. And I would go out to visit him, and um, we would go out for walks in the desert. And I've learned a lot about the desert. It is barren. There are no creature comforts. And before we would go out for a walk, he would always give me advice. Put on your hiking shoes, the high-top ones. Remember, there are scorpions and spiders and snakes and other things that crawl around. Don't touch any plants. Almost all the plants have thorns. They're prickly of some sort. Some of them will sting you. He said, and if you want to sit down and rest, I'm sorry, don't even sit on a rock. There might be a Gila monster beneath that rock. And then, as if that wasn't bad enough, he'd say, oh, by the way, it's very hot, very dry. Make sure you take plenty of water. In other words, completely void of creature comfort. And you go out into this environment and when you don't have all those other things, 
It's kind of freeing. It's actually wonderful. It's beautiful. I like the desert. And that's what we need sometimes. We need to go out into the desert to be free of all those things that just keep grabbing our attention. So here we are, already the third Sunday of Advent. Advent goes very fast. We have, once again, John in the desert. And Jesus says, by the way, this is a little bit later in the chapter, it's chapter 11 in Matthew's Gospel, and John is in prison. And so he sends his disciples to Jesus, and then after Jesus has talked to the disciples, he talks to the rest of the crowd and said, what did you go out into the desert to see? Why did you go out into the desert? To see a reed blowing in the wind? No, you can see that anywhere. Did you go to see somebody dressed in fine clothes? No, that doesn't make sense either. They're in, the, they're in the palaces. You went out to see a prophet, and a prophet, by definition, is somebody who speaks forthrightly to society. And you went out to see the prophet because by doing so, you were discovering the message yourself. You were putting yourself into the prophet's position and discovering that we have to find out what really matters in life. What did you go out into the desert to see? And here's the wonderful thing. If you step out, step away, step aside from all that other glitz and glamour, you start to find out what matters. And then when you step back in, you can see the goodness. And so Jesus answers the question from John's disciples when they say, are you the one we should expect? And he says, go back and tell John what you saw. The blind can see. The deaf hear. The lepers have been cleansed. Even the dead have been raised to new life. In other words, once you clear your mind, you can see God's presence. The goodness is taking place. Isn't that what we want to do during this Advent? To see the presence of God. That's really hard to do when you're so busy and so filled with so much else. But if we let go of the other things, we step back in with a new mind. Because otherwise, there's so much glare you can no longer see. And there's so much noise you can no longer hear. We have to slow down. We have to stop. We have to take a breath. I remember just a couple of years ago, about this time of the year, I was going to the mall. And I have to let you know, I go to the mall very faithfully every five years. <laughs> and it was close to Christmas. The, the parking lot was filled. And I drove around. I finally found one place I could drive my car in. And I was ha happy. And I, I drove my car in. And I put my foot on the brake. And the car kept on going. I put my foot on the brake harder. And the car kept on going. And then in a panic, I slammed on the brake. It was only then that I realized the car had stopped the first time. But the drivers of the cars on either side of me were reversing. <laughs> this is true. They had, I hadn't even seen that there was anybody in those cars. They were reversing, giving the illusion that I was going forward. When I realized that, I turned off the car, and I sat there, took a deep breath, and said, Lord, help me stop. Help me slow down. 
That's our prayer today. Slow down. Don't let all that glitz come after us. Put ourselves into that desert experience, even if it's just momentary, so that when we do come back, we can recognize the presence of the Lord.